0: Welcome to On The Way with Tony Crisp. Each weekday, Dr. Crisp will be discussing biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Tune in daily to start your day right and deepen your understanding of how to better walk the way and enjoy the journey. Here's your host, Dr. Tony Crisp. Welcome to On The Way. This is Tony Crisp, and this is podcast number 55. Today, we're going to take a journey. So I want you to just sit back and listen. And if you have traveled to Israel with me or someone else, I pray that what I put before you will bring back vivid, beautiful, wonderful memories of a time well spent studying the word of God in Israel. If you've never been, I want to encourage you to plan now, schedule now. Nothing ever happens unless we just put it on the calendar. And unless we save or come into a lot of money, it'll never happen. And so I want to encourage you to go to Israel. And if you can, go with me, because it does make a difference who you go with. And you need to go with someone who knows the land, who has studied the land, studied the people, studied the Word of God, and can link together Old Testament and New Testament, to link together the ancient people of Israel and the modern people of Israel, to understand the historical significance of the different stages of development down through the years when God planted His people and fulfilled His promises to Abraham, and to understand the great prophecies that are yet to be fulfilled. Most of the prophecies concerning Messiah are yet to be fulfilled. They're not in the past. They're in the future. And so I want to ask you, if you would, to just relax, and let me take you through what would be a typical journey. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because everywhere I go, without exception, People say to me, what's it like to go on a trip? Where are some of the places you go? Can you kind of lay out an itinerary for me? Friend, I can tell you. I've traveled from Dan in the far north, the Syrian-Lebanese border, all the way to Elot in Egypt in the south. I've gone from the Mediterranean Sea all the way to the land of Jordan up and down the Via Maris, up and down the Patriarchal Highway, up and down the Jordan Valley on both sides and on the King's Highway. And so there's hardly any place in Israel that I have not been or have been through or have studied about. And I'm not saying that to put myself on a pedestal. I'm just saying I've been going for 43 years and after a while, just time will help you to soak it in. But when you love the land and love the word of God, as God has given me a love for uh, both, then it kind of comes together and you're able then to pass it on to others. I pray that in the next 20 years, God will help me to have the greatest time of influence 10 times, 100 times more than all of my life previously combined. Because you see, in the Christian faith, the older you get, the more mature you should be. And as you walk with God, you're able to share it more effectively with others. And so when you land in the land of Israel, your ticket will say Tel Aviv. But you're not at Tel Aviv, you're at Lod. Lod, or Lod, as it is called, uh, would have been Lida in the New Testament. And uh, you land at Lida at uh, the Tel Aviv airport, and you are not far from the coast. You're not far from Tel Aviv, but you're not far from Joppa, because Joppa, or Jaffa, uh, is the port city of ancient mariners. And that's where, as you'll recall, Solomon's ships sail. That's also where uh, Jonah took off fleeing from God instead of following through on his assignment to go to the Assyrians in their capital of Nineveh and uh, preach to them to repent, which ultimately he did. And God granted one of the greatest revivals, if not the greatest revival in world history in relationship to a foreign people. And as you leave that coastal area of Joppa and Laud, uh, many times we will head north because uh, the tours that I go on, we like to stay at least three nights in the north so that we can have a full day up on the Golan and in the Hula Valley and to be able to see things that many times tours will just come and they'll stay a couple of nights in the Galilee and all in one day. For those of you who have been there, you understand Understand what you're missing because all in one day, uh, most tours will take a boat ride on the Sea of Galilee. They will see Naufginnasar. They may see Magdala, may not. uh, Most times, not. They'll go to Capernaum and then they will go directly to Banyas to Caesarea Philippi and uh, then they'll make their way back. They might go to baptism from there, but it is a long, grueling day, and that's all they see. And then uh, they will get up and head toward uh, Jerusalem. And uh, we don't do that. We don't run where Jesus walked. What we try to do is give you some time to soak it in because the Galilee is so important. So when we leave the airport, we usually, instead of going to Jaffa, which is uh, sometimes we end up there if we're going to have a farewell dinner in Tel Aviv area, but sometimes we don't go to Jaffa at all. Uh, But we head up the coast, up the Via Maris, up the Sharon Valley, yes, the Rose of Sharon, the Lily of the Valley, that's the same valley. And we head up to the capital of uh, the Roman Empire in Judea during the days of Jesus in the New Testament era. And we uh, start our tour there. And for those of you who have listened to podcasts in the past, you can go back to the first week or two weeks of uh, the podcast, one through 10, and I think I did something on Caesarea. But we leave there, and we follow up the coastal highway Till we come to the Carmel Mountains. Now, the Carmel Mountains are the western finger, or the actually it's a northwestern, west by northwest finger mountain that runs along a ridge that goes all the way to the Mediterranean Sea. But it's the northernmost part of the Samaritan Mountains, and it's just a finger mountain. But what that does is it blocks the Via Maris so that when you're coming up from Egypt and in ancient times and in modern times, you cannot go over that mountain because it goes all the way to the sea and is very high. So you had to cut through one of two to three passes. The most famous of those passes is the Megiddo Pass. It's called Iron, Arun, Iron, Iron, Because it's spelled I-R-O-N or I are un depending on who is riding the road signs, but it comes out in the Jezreel Valley from the Via Maris. And when you come into that valley, you have before you the view of the lower Galilee and the lower Galilean mountains. Now, the word Galilee is uh, the word Gal, which is the word for wave, Lali, that is I roll. And uh, what it depicts are rolling mountains, rolling hills. And when you go north to the mountains of Tali, then it literally looks like giant waves of mountains. And uh, most historians and Bible scholars and linguistic scholars believe that that is where the term Galilee comes from because it depicts a wave rolling like the ocean. But when you come through that pass, uh, you're in the Jezreel Valley, which separates the section of geographically of Israel called uh, Samaria with the Galilee. And the Galilee has the lower Galilee where Nazareth and all of the towns that you read about in the scripture would be. And then the upper Galilee, which is the high mountains of Naphtali and on the east, the Golan that uh, had the Hula Valley in between it. But in the next uh, Friday podcast, I'll try to follow up on that. But we usually go up on top of Mount Carmel and uh, Carmiel uh, literally means the uh, vineyard of God. And it's a Karim, El. Uh, karim is a vineyard. And uh, then you have the word El on the end. So it's the vineyard of God. And you have natural forest there, probably because it's been sacred from time immemorial. And so we go up to the Horns of uh, Carmel, which is the highest peaks of that range that runs all the way to the sea. And uh, we go to a place in Arabic called Mukraka. Mukraka is the place of the burning probably referring to sacrifice, and uh, specifically the altars that were there, you remember, even the altars of Hashem, of God himself, of Yahweh, as we would say, and uh, because Elijah, Elijah actually means, my God is Yah. And when you look at the book of uh, Psalms, you'll see that the Bible says, Exalt him who rides on the clouds. His name is Yah, Y-A-H. We would say J-A-H in the old King James. But uh, that is where Elijah probably fought the prophets of Baal, uh, simply because it has access to the Kishon River, which is right below it, and it has... Uh, The height that would always come, you don't go to a low place to offer sacrifices. If you're in the ancient world, you would go to a high place. And both the pagans did that and the worshipers of the true and the living God. So we go there and we spend time looking over one of the greatest views of the Jezreel Valley anywhere on earth and uh, kind of put things together. And then we go down and if we have time, we go to Megiddo. If not, we save it for later. But Megiddo is where we get the term har megiddo har is the hebrew word for mountain megiddo of course is the uh city that was there uh that has been destroyed uh, more than 30 times more than 30 civilizations are recorded there, and uh, it's there where we study about city walls and we study about what it took to make a city, uh, what every uh, civilization built cities around, and that's water and and uh, security and uh, fertility because they had to eat and drink and they needed uh, secure places. But it's there where we look at uh, Mount Tabor. T-A-B-O-R Tavor and it is uh the great uh, landmark it's a wash it looks like a mountain that uh, like an old black wash kettle that's been turned upside down and it's everywhere you look at it from any angle it's just like a wash pot and it's the only one like it in the entire uh Middle East region there and so when you come into that valley if you go left of that valley you go up into Lebanon and western Syria and in uh, across the tarsus Mountains, uh, where uh, Saul of Tarsus came from, over into what is modern-day Turkey. And then uh, you can cross the Hellespont, the Dardanelles, uh, where modern-day Istanbul is, and go all the way into the continent of Europe. And so that uh, was one route. If you went right of it, you would have gone to Damascus uh, by way of the Sea of Galilee, the Damascus Road, and you would have ended up uh, at Damascus. And from Damascus, uh, it's just a hop, skip, and a jump in the Middle East over to the Euphrates and rivers, and the land in between, the Mesopotamia. And so that is a great landmark. And as soon as you come out of the Megiddo Pass, you're staring Mount Tabor right in the face, and that gave you your direction as to where to go. It was just like a compass point that you had where you could get your directions in the Middle East. And so we crossed the Jezreel Valley over to Nazareth, the childhood home of Jesus. And I'm already into 13, 14 minutes here, so I'm going to start winding. But I hope you've enjoyed the journey so far. At every major point, uh, we stop, we open up the Word of God, and we begin to connect the dots because you see, the Bible is a Jewish book written by Jews, to Jews, primarily for Jews, and it is written in a historical geographical context. And when you understand that, the Bible comes alive from black and white to 4K, high definition, living color, where you see it, you see the sights, you smell the smells, you hear the sounds, and all of a sudden you say, oh, well, I've always believed this, but now it's tangible to me, I can see this, I can experience this and the word of God begins to live in your heart like never before and you have a hunger for it. Some of you, just while you've been listening to this, your mind has been racing. Some of you already have trips planned. If not, then you need to do that. And I hope you can go with me. We're going to take our first trip. This year, God willing, and if everything holds, we're going to leave a couple of days after Christmas. I I so wish you could go with me because we're going to bring in the new year in Jerusalem on the Mount of Olives, starting 2021 brand new. I want to encourage you, if you can, go, and then we're going to be over there New Year's for a brand new trip that will be starting when that one ends, and uh, then it's just one after another, and I hope you can go soon because every child of God, every disciple of Jesus ought to see where He walked and taught what he made over there from the beginning of time because there's no place on earth that is as sacred to God and is loved by God as the land of Israel. And uh, we'll talk in the next podcast about more of the journey as we walk on the way. This is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On the Way with Tony Crisp. Tune in every weekday for information on biblical passages, people, places, and prophecies. Fridays are for your questions.